The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are solely those of the hosts and the guests. Hello, and welcome to episode 29 of Two Millennials, One Podcast. I'm your host, Ethan Gable. And I'm Abby Richmond, and I got lost in the woods today. But she made it back out, and today we are finishing our discussion on aliens. Before we get started, just as always, please subscribe to the show, check out the show, post the show in weird places, write it on post-it notes and tuck them into library books. Talk about it on your MySpace. Yeah. Tumblr. Tumble it. Put this out here, folks. We would like this show to reach the ears of the uninitiated. We'll throw a party once there's been a listen in every single state in the country. 50 state listen party. We'll actually do a live show. We will do a live show. If we can get all 50 states to listen to our podcast, we will perform a live show at what, Pickler upstairs? Can we still do that? We will do a live show. I'm actually kind of excited about that. That would be fun. Make it happen, folks. Live to Millennials One Podcast. Dude, that'd be cool. As I stated previously, we are going to finish our discussion on aliens. Now, in episode 27, we got to the end and we're like, hey, next week, check us out for the conclusion to this episode. And then I dropped an episode about politics right in the middle of that. Go ahead and apologize. We did that strategically, A, because Abby was lost out in the woods, and B, (laughs) because of the election that was happening right at that time. But fear not, here is your follow-up to the alien discussion. All right, where we left off last time, we said that there is a chance that we have not experienced alien life out in the universe simply because we just haven't realized it and it's already on this planet. Abby, what do you think? Do you think we've been visited by alien life already? I think that the government is run by lizard people. Legitimately, though, do you think we've been visited by unidentified flying objects or by little green men? Probably not by little green men. I feel like if they're coming to Earth, they have the intelligence to camouflage their presence. I would find it feasible that we've been visited by extraterrestrial life. You don't think they've blended in with the populace? Maybe for like a research purpose, but I don't think that they're currently living among us. I'll go on record and say I don't believe in any unidentified flying object. I know that there are things technically classed as UFOs that we just don't exactly know what they are, but I do not think they're aliens. Are UFOs strictly like everyone thinks that they are alien vessels or are they just like, oh, I don't know where that came from? Exactly. A true UFO is simply a structure or craft or sighting in the sky that we just can't say that, oh, it's a weather balloon or, oh, it's a government satellite or a plane. If we cannot conclusively declare it as something, it falls into this category of UFO. But it doesn't necessarily have to be a ship. Right. What society has done is taken UFO and associated it with flying saucer and little green men. Well, yeah, thanks to men in black. And we'll but talk- not the green men part. Sure, just but the saucer part. There are, there's a lot of uh, popular culture that has enforced that belief. In fact, if you want to take it back, we'll go back to 1947 when the Roswell incident happened, and that kind of kicked off this larger belief in extraterrestrial life visiting the Earth. Supposedly, in 1947, outside of Roswell, New Mexico, an alien spacecraft 
crashed and the government came and swept it all up and that dealt with Area 51. What is, like, if I would look up Area 51's, do they have a government page? I don't know if that would be listed on the government page or not, but that's what it is. It's a government installation where they test private things. Yeah, what do they tell the public that they do? They test things? I suppose. I think the deal with Area 51 is the government isn't very open about it. It's probably one of the more secretive locations, and that's why everyone attributes this to like, oh, that's where they keep the aliens. But back then, supposedly, they picked up some recovered alien bodies in an alien ship, and since that point, the United States government has been covering up the fact that we have aliens and alien technology. I do not believe that for a moment, but there are a lot of people on this earth that think that is a thousand percent accurate. Okay, but if that were true, wouldn't you think that other countries would get really mad at us? Demanding that information? Yeah. It doesn't just have to do with America. Correct. There would be international pressure for that. And the other thing is we have new presidents every four to eight years, and they have the power to release information like that. And they all say when they're campaigning, oh, I will release information on aliens. And to this point, nothing has been released. They'll say, oh, that's the cover up there. That's the conspiracy. Once you become president, they threaten you and your family to never release this information. But I don't buy that. I think especially in our renegade society we have now, I think if there were aliens, Donald Trump would get up on stage, slobber on himself and be like, aliens! <laughs> Is that guy going to be able to keep that under wraps? I doubt no. it. So yeah, a lot of people based on Roswell and based on flying saucers that they think they see in the night sky, they think the United States government has this information and just simply covering it up because they think the populace can't handle it. Uh, they'll even go as far as saying that we've reversed engineered some alien technology recovered and that's how we have stealth jets and cell phones and microwaves and all of this junk. I don't buy any of that. I am a skeptic. Nothing I have seen on the internet or in the night sky has convinced me that there are visits from extraterrestrials. We have the leading up steps to all of those inventions so like right it was a natural progression it wasn't just all of a sudden they're like oh look a cell phone it took time to get that yeah so i don't buy that a lot of people are truly convinced that's the case and in fact this idea of being visited and extraterrestrial life coming to earth this goes in waves as time goes by as far as how many people believe in it how many people think it's not true so what happened was within recent memory in the 90s alien belief or belief Belief in UFOs and visits from extraterrestrials was at an all-time high. And you can think of culturally things that were going on in the 90s that would influence that. Like you mentioned Men in Black before. Mm -hmm. Uh, If you've ever seen the show The X-Files, that was a television show through the 90s that was solely based around the fact that we are not alone and there are aliens controlling society. And that obviously got a lot of people to think. Popular culture was playing into this idea that, yeah, maybe there are aliens out there. And what has happened since then, in the 2000s, we became more skeptical and the belief in aliens petered off. But what has happened lately, and you can tie this into politics and all kinds of things, but humans, at least Americans, are right back to where they were in the 90s as far as believing that we're being visited. We swing back and we start thinking that, oh, the government's lying to me and in the political spectrum right now. What did you hear from Trump the other day when he was like, don't believe what you see? It's all made up. That influences this idea of, sure, there could be aliens. The government's not telling me the truth either Yeah, way. so do you think that it all hinges on the fact that we are losing trust in our government? Definitely. And that's what the literature says about spikes in belief in aliens. It goes with faith in government and trust in government. What happened in the early 2000s, if you were alive and recall, they flew planes into towers and we were attacked for the first time since the 40s. And we all 
banded together. And we've talked about this before, but it brought the United States together. We started trusting the government that the government was going to take care of us. So this conspiratorial thought of like, oh, there are aliens and they're lying to us, that decreased. But now with the uh, election of Trump and just getting further and further away from that, we're way less skeptical and we think there's something going on. Is there a spike in religious faith during these times as well? You could argue that there are minute changes in religious faith, but as we talked about in the religious episode, that's pretty much just been going down and down and down, not so much fluctuating. However, there is a tie-in. This is actually interesting you bring this up. A lot of people associate belief in aliens with a belief in God. They say it uses the same part of the brain. If you accept a faith, people that may not have that faith utilize that part of the brain towards aliens and a belief in something else something else and it's a similar phenomenon i mean there isn't truly empirical evidence of god and i'm going to get hated on for that but if you think about it there's just as much evidence for a ufo or for an alien than there is right god in a strictly scientific sense so would you categorize zombies in the same thing I guess you could make the argument for God, aliens, zombies, Bigfoot, any of these things because it's all based on faith, right? If you truly believe that Bigfoot's a thing, then how's that any different? There's a Truman professor that real life hunts Bigfoot and calls him something different. What are other names? Sasquatch. Yeah, he hunts the Sasquatches and makes Sasquatch calls and has seen Sasquatch tracks and he thinks it's real deal. That's fantastic. It's ironic you bring up a Truman professor. As I was researching for this episode, I found out that one of the largest skeptics of UFOs is also a Truman professor. Oh, no. I clicked on this guy's Wikipedia page, and within the first sentence, it says, teaches at Truman State University, and I was like, what? Love that. Yeah, these are the people we need to be on the show. We'll get interviews with the Bigfoot guy and the alien skeptic. Our small corner of the world is so happening in the topics of things that we do on this show. It really is. We have a lot of resources here, and we're going to start to milk those more. Mm, Stay milky. Stay milky, (laughs) y'all. wanted to mention, this was just a weird thing, and I vaguely remember this as a child. During the 90s, 1995 specifically, on Fox, which is the channel that showed the X-Files, they had a program, is 19 minutes long, and it was simply the video of an alien autopsy. And they did not say whether it was real or not. It was just, here's some footage that was sent in, and we're going to play it. What did it look like? It looked like a real alien autopsy. Like a green alien with like a, a big l- head. Little like... green man, big head, and it looked like okay. he was injured, and I believe the idea idea was it was from the past and they had recovered this and they sat on the video for a while and it's on YouTube and you can see it. But I remember that as a kid and as far as being impressionable, that was real, especially with no disclaimer. That has since been proven to be entirely false. it just false. came on? They aired it like a show. But you saw it. I remember seeing it as a kid. Yeah, I went and looked at it on YouTube and was like, yep, I definitely remember watching this. That's wild. You want to see some? Okay. All right, Abby, you just watched the alien autopsy video. Thoughts? Blech. She doesn't think it's real or look real, which is fair. She grew up in the 2000s. She has no appreciation for sketchy, grainy videos. Yeah. So yeah, that, as I said, reinforced this idea in the 90s that aliens were a thing and little green men were running around the planet, died out again. Now it's back to the point where in 2015, an IPSOS poll said that 45% of Americans think that aliens have visited the Earth. So almost half. Half of Americans? Yeah. What about other countries? That's an interesting point. I did not explore how other countries view aliens. Well, like, are aliens, air quote, landing in other countries, or is it just America? That would be an interesting thing to look up, because if it is just America, then that gives credence to that this is entirely bullcrap. Hmm. 
Other things, there are some individuals on this earth, in the United States at least, that feel that they have been abducted by aliens. What if it was just the government brainwashing them? That's an interesting theory. What most people attribute the phenomenon of an alien abduction to is sleep paralysis. And we've kind of hit on that before, how vivid and terrifying that can be. But that would explain things like lost time, vivid hallucinations, that type of thing. I'm not thinking people get probed. However, there has been some evidence or at least some things floating around on TV and online of people finding metal objects in their neck and their back and it sounds like it's right out of the x-files of like oh there's this chip implanted in me again i don't believe in any of that but it makes for an interesting story what if they just like got hit with flying shrapnel and never knew and then years later they thought they were abducted and had metal in them the two are not synonymous and then they made them synonymous they weren't linked but they made them linked correct could be they're creating a reason to explain why they have metal in their bodies. It could very well be. How skeptical of you. I'm just playing the devil's advocate here. Fair. What do you think about crop circles? You know what a crop circle is? Yeah, but what if they're just farmers messing around? I think that's what it is. I think that, that'd be so funny. My grandpa would so do that. Crop circles ornate geometric patterns found out in cornfields that have been pressed down. Or kids just messing around. Sure. Yeah. Uh, in fact, in... 1991, these two guys, Bauer and Chorley, came forward with tools and these boards and stuff. And they're like, yeah, we do the crop circles over here in England. And they showed how they made them. Uh, however, that does not dissuade people from believing that alien crafts are landing in the corn and causing these crazy patterns. Why would they cause weird patterns like that? That's what I said. If you're landing a flying saucer in corn, that's just going to be a circular indention like a in the corn. Sure. Not some crazy fractal from advanced mathematics. Yeah. See, all this stuff, if you aren't a believer, just seems wacky. Just truly wacky. Yeah, 100%. So have you seen those shows on the History Channel about ancient aliens? Yes. What do you I th- love those history shows about anything. So those history shows that aren't actually history, but yes. just how do we build the pyramids? Aliens. How did we build the Great Wall of China? Aliens. <laughs> yes. How did we get here? Aliens. <laughs> the Mayan heads. Yeah. The Machu Picchu and all that stuff. It's all aliens. Yes. Any credibility to that in yes, your eyes? Yes, they're entirely 110% true. You're very skeptical when it comes <laughs> to crop circles, but ancient aliens you're on board with. Dude, tell me how those really happened. Pyramids? You can't. I'm pretty sure they have demonstrated how to build pyramids. Okay. Series of ropes and pulleys and exactly. man strength. Do you know how freaking advanced that is for people at the era that they were doing that? Are you not thinking they could do that at that time? I'm just saying that's impressive. That's I, overwhelmingly impressive. I agree. I don't see you and, and I out there building pyramids. Look at all the technologies and things we have now and how easily destroyed those things are and how well the pyramids have weathered. I agree. It's an impressive feat. But I don't think any aliens helped with that. I think that was just human ingenuity around the time. Okay, well, bridges fail now. And tell me how the Great Wall of China is doing. Pretty (laughs) freaking well. Good as far as I know. However, those are mostly stone structures. And now we've moved on to using metal. Exactly. Foreign stone that was brought down from alien planets. Some people probably think that. I think that. All right, so... (laughs) We found where Abby sits at on the ancient alien debate. I'm not a proponent of that either. I think that is a bunch of bulk. It makes for an interesting show. That crazy dude with the hair that's always like, oh, aliens did it all. Dinosaurs. Aliens. Exactly. It's 
it's entertaining. Uh, and that's the great people have with the History Channel for sure. But yeah, I don't buy it. Even when they point to things and like ancient hieroglyphics of like, oh, this looks like a light bulb. How'd they have light bulbs? I don't buy any of it. Whatever. She just rolled her eyes at me. Are you full sale on this? Do you think? No, I don't know. I feel like there's a strong possibility that maybe it could be from aliens, but I think I have to be fully on board to believe that that was from aliens. Some other interesting alien beliefs. There are some serious cults around that uh, believe in aliens. If you've ever heard of the cult Heaven's Gate. Oh, wait, is that the one where they had to drink Kool-Aid? That was Jonestown, but this oh. was a similar type of scenario. So there's this cult called Heaven's Gate, and if you're interested in this at all, there are several great podcasts about this topic. But what Heaven's Gate believed was that uh, eventually the Heaven's Gate was going to open, and Heaven, of course, was controlled by alien beings, mm. and they were going to step through the gate at a certain point in, I believe, the late 90s. The gate didn't open quick enough, so, of course, their leader was like, okay, we're gonna have to all kill ourselves. Oh. So a bunch of them died. Some of them left beforehand and conveniently keep their website up and running, and it looks fresh out of the 90s, but a lot of people died. It was one of the largest mass killings on American soil, thanks to Heaven's Gate, who believed that aliens were gonna come back for us. Were they killing themselves to avoid it or to get there? They were killing themselves to get there, to join the aliens. What'd they do? How'd they kill themselves? Yeah. Is that uh, an appropriate question to ask? I suppose. I th- never know. What happened was two of them at a time administered a poison. They were all laying down. They had purple sheets over the top of them. To each other? And they poisoned each other, and then they would put a towel over their face, and then they just kept doing it until the last two people had to kill themselves, I believe is how that went. That's terrible. Yeah, you can see pictures of the whole thing. So then no one would be, like, persecuted if somebody didn't do it. You were in. Yeah, if you were going that far down the line, then you were getting uh, taken care of. Yeah. Yeah. Another classic cult, which, if this gets out enough, will probably be shut down somehow, uh, Scientology. Their whole basis is about aliens as well. Scientology? Do you know about Scientology? No. Scientology is this crackpot religion, not to be mean to religions, but this one is, that has got the likes of Tom Cruise and Christy Alley and some big-name celebrities to join, and they believe, thanks to an author, the guy that created the religion is an author named L. Ron Hubbard, that the universe is controlled by an alien named Xenu. You're kidding. I'm dead serious. You should look into this. And in fact, the Church of Scientology is so powerful that if you speak ill of it, they will try to take you down. A lot of people have had their careers ruined. What? They think that an alien runs the world? Oh, yeah. And if you even think that that's preposterous, you get... Yeah, if you try to leave the religion... Jarsh done. If you try to speak ill of it. Do you know the show King of Queens? Nope. Okay, it was a sitcom in the 90s. It had Kevin James in it. Do you know who Kevin James is? Mall cop, Paul Boyd. Oh, yeah. Okay, so his show in the 90s, his co-star, Leah Remini, she was in Scientology and she left. And now it's her mission. What she does with her life is to try to tell everyone about how screwed up Scientology is. And she has a documentary on A&E at this point and just every step of the way as she's trying to make this documentary the church is somehow inserting itself and trying to disrupt it it's a really scary powerful entity Uh, in fact the hacker group anonymous i'm sure most of you are aware of that they have a vendetta against scientology they pulled a prank i guess on scientology where they kept sending faxes to the church of scientology of just black all black ink so it was using all of the ink up so funny you have to pay for faxes 
faxes. You don't have to pay for faxes, but ink's but expensive. But they have to pay for ink. So yeah, Scientology believes in aliens. <laughs> they believe in these steps and confessing your wrongdoings. It is as culty as it gets, but they're treated like a real religion. And if you say they're a cult, they get really, really mad. Final conclusions, Abby. Have aliens visited Earth? I think that aliens probably have visited. They have probably left traces of themselves here, but I don't think that they're living amongst us. I don't think that they are the cause of crop circles. Yeah, that's where I stand, I think. Fair enough. I will reference us back to episode 27, where we talked about all the reasons why we have not encountered alien life, and I'm going to stick to that. That being said, to follow up on that episode, did you hear that yesterday they discovered a lake on Mars of liquid water under the polar ice cap? Nuh-uh. They did. Yeah! For real? For real. And apparently it's a pretty large lake. They know that it is liquid. Now, the problem with that is since it's under an ice cap, it would have to be extremely salty liquid in order to stay liquid under ice. Immediately, some people upon that were like, oh, there won't be life in that. It's too salty. But as we think more and more about our Earth, there's life that lives in some insane places, really hot, really cold, the ocean, which is quite salty. So it's conceivable. What we need is to get somebody on Mars or get a rover on Mars to dig in there, get a sample and test it. That could be what we talked about last time. That could change everything. Or we just be really good at filtering water and you could filter giant tanks of it. To live on Mars. Oh, to use that water. Yeah. Yes, I'm more checking for life, but yeah, to sustain our colony, there you go. Yeah. There's liquid water. Abs, give me a song pick of the week, dude. My song pick of the week is called Pretty Things by, we think that it's by a band called DCD, but it's D-E-C-E-D-Y. And where's this band from? St. Louis. So close and local. Check it out. My song pick of the week, continuing with our alien theme, is a track called Death of a Martian by the Red Hot Chili Peppers, and that is a long but pretty cool bop. Stay tuned. Maybe I'll get my life together and uh, delete the duplicates from our playlist. Just a reminder to check that out. It's on Spotify and maybe YouTube at some point. Still haven't done that. One of these days. Thanks for checking us out, folks. I hope you enjoyed this episode on UFOs and all the crazy hijinks of little green men on our planet. Hope you check us out next week. I have no idea what we'll be talking about. Will they be listening to this in August? Wow, you guys, I'll be moving in really soon by the time you're listening to this. I'm so scared. I'm so excited. Okay, I don't know what we're going to do next week, but we have lots of ideas planned. Check us out then. Have a great week, folks. Stay chill. Stay milky.